today I am joined by Scott McClellan. Bonte, guitar player. Congratulations on your awesome self-titled al album. It's only been out a while, hasn't it? What's the feedback been like so far? Well, I mean, the feedback's been really good on this album. Shockingly, uh, we seem to be doing very well with all the folks. And, you know, I mean, all the listeners seem to be taken to it very well. Shockingly, I mean, it started off with our hit songs. A lot of people are giving reviews about how it's a lot heavier than they expected. Right. I mean, it's uh, 14 tracks. Every track's awesome. Watch the sunshine is riding high on the Billboard charts as well. That must be so satisfying for you guys. It is. Um, it's actually, we had a feeling about that song when we started it. Um, that we felt it would kind of bring that vibe of like a STP kind of thing. Um, and it just kind of, we started off doing like really heavy stuff. And uh, we realized it was just like maybe a little too much because I've done a lot of that on my solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like if you do Brutal Intentions, my solo album, it's very hardcore. Um, and I do all the vocals and everything on that. But um Vontae is more, Brian's a really good soulful singer. And um, to me, when he sings that way, it just, it, it does him justice. So the music kind of has to flow with what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you've released three singles so far. Will it be a fourth? Uh, yeah, we're working on one right now that uh, it's called Paint It Red off the album. Um, it has a really heavy guitar tone. I'm using a a really cool Digitech whammy wah on it that gives it a really crazy, like big, almost like sound like corn, but you know, because it's going down to drop God knows what. <laughs> so, you know, but it's pretty cool. It was something that I experimented with and it it sounded pretty cool when I did it. It was a different song when I started it. And then it kind of turned into that, you know. One of the songs from the album could appear on a TV show or a film. Which one would you choose? Oh, uh if I was to do that, I mean, watch the sunrise and be possibly one, but going with the flow, Rev, the bass player, pieced that all together. All I did is add the guitar parts and all the nuances, um, but that was kind of Rev's baby. He kind of sent that to us, and me and Brian just kind of work with it, and um, Rev's an amazing bass player. And then, uh, but I would say that one would probably, going with the flow is kind of a chill type team, but then there's a ballad too. That might work, depending on the movie, of course. But um, you'd have to find the right song from the right movie, of course. But Yeah. And the album cover is quite interesting. What's the story behind that? Well, um, I was always a fan of the album uh, Dirt by Alice in Chains. Yeah. And uh, when I seen that, I'm like, why don't we get a face coming out of the sand? What kind of inspired that? Do you remember the movie, The Mummy? Yeah. And uh, yeah, Brandon Fraser was in it or whatever. Yeah. And remember the part where the face comes out in the sand and it sinks in and it makes that big, oh, sound. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that looked really cool on an album, you know? And uh, the inspiration behind that was just the face coming out uh, artistically to make it look bizarre. <laughs> and uh, kind of horror, but yet, yeah, just our thing so what's the format for the album i mean have you got it out on vinyl um we've discussed that um 
being that it's 14 songs, you would need a double album. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And if we were to do that, we might release a couple new singles on it to add, but um, to kind of make it a little fuller. Finals like coming back in a big way, isn't it? And it'd be ideal, really, on vinyl. But like you say, it'd be the cost and the, you know, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. Definitely. So when you guys play live, do you do live feeds? Um, we're we're talking about getting together and doing some shows. Um, that's something we've been working towards. Um, we planned on getting together possibly in like Vegas because we have another drummer that we work with, Jeff Totora from the Blue Man Group, which I understand if you're in the Blue Man Group, you have to be a very prestigious drummer. And um, Jeff's definitely one of those guys that approaches things from planet God knows what. I mean, he's like just amazing. Like, when you hear him play, he's out of this world. But then he was kind of a guest, in a way, you know, on four songs, because him and Brian go way back, and they're very close friends. And um, and then we uh, finished the album off with Chris Moore. Chris Moore played in a Rush tribute band. Okay. And let me tell you, can that guy nail it? Um, huh. He has a song out there with his band. They're called Why Why Not? And it's on YouTube. And it's called Ethereal or something like that. Uh-huh. And when you listen to it, you think you're listening to a new Rush song. I mean, it's it's their own music. And the guitar player is their writer, I believe. And, oh, my God, they're just unbelievably badass. Of course, yeah. you're, you're a seasoned musician yourself, aren't you? So is this now your full-time band? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I work with Tony Martin, Black Sabbath, too. And uh, underrated, Tony's, uh, such an underrated singer. Fantastic. Yeah, that, singer. I hear that a lot. You know, I've been I've been watching uh, the press about that quite often. Mm. How they say that you know he was underrated. And, yeah. uh, he should have been noticed more. But I think when he came out, uh, that's when grunge hit. Yeah. And it kind of like shied them away from the Sabbath scene for a bit. Yeah. You know, which is unfair, but it is what it is. But now people are starting to notice his work. Uh, and I noticed that he's got a bigger fan base than people really realize. Mm-hmm. Because we put this album out um, in January. And when he did that, I mean, the response to it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the Sabbath fans were coming out of the woodwork, of course. Yeah. And uh, giving him a lot of support, which is beautiful. I mean... I, if anybody deserved that, it's him. He deserves it. He's a fantastic singer. He oh, really God. Is. So that's, and, your other, that's your other band then, yeah, working with Tony? Yes. Yes, sir. Um, we've been talking about doing a tour possibly in Australia. Okay. And uh, if that comes about, um, yeah, we'll be doing that too. Um, and Vante as well. But the, these are my two. And I have another band called Breed of Aggression that I work with, a female vocalist. Who sounds kind of like a Rob Halford man? Um, Send me a link. <laughs> I will. She, Please she's send me a uh, link. Yeah, man, that sounds interesting. That sounds yeah, Susie. Susie's an amazing vocalist. I mean, and then, uh, like I said, you get to my solo stuff, and you better plug your ears. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore, you know. Um, but um, yeah. working with like guys like Tony has inspired me to kind of go this direction with Vonte. Uh, uh, he taught me how to write like a writer um, just by listening to him. He's like my big brother, man. 
I can't uh, explain it to you, but uh, I would consider him a brother and like my big bro and a lovely individual all the way around on top uh, of his uh, musical career. He's a great singer and he's a great person and he's a great father, good yeah. husband, good man, you know? Awesome. So if Vance go on tour, which would be the ultimate three bands to tour with you? Um, the bands that tour with us, that, that would be, I mean, we would fit into a weird category, man. Uh, I mean, if you listen to what we do, like at one point we're really heavy and then we're Sabbathy and then we're, we're, it'd almost have to be a band that was sort of grungy, but possibly even a band like, you know, even like a more modern band would be fine. Like shit, seven dust. Yeah. You know, I'd love to do a show with them. They're great guys. Oh. Um, our music fits in that. I would even do it with uh, probably some even bands like, I don't know if you ever heard of Crowbot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those guys are uh, underrated yeah. in my They've been going a long time, haven't they? Yeah. And they, uh, what's weird is I've taken notice to them as a recent. And I was listening to their music and I'm like, man, these guys should be all over the map. You know, like, and, and bands like that, just this day and age, it doesn't seem like they're giving it. To listen like they should. So difficult, um, yeah. But yeah, I've heard of them. Okay, so can you tell us what's been your best experience playing live? Oh, my best experience playing live? Uh, well, basically, when I'm out there in front of a good crowd of folks, you know, and, and the adrenaline's pumping, you know, and the crowd's going up and down and all that stuff, and you get to see the fire burning out there, man. I mean, and that's what makes me lift up and my adrenaline goes to 120 at that point yeah. and then i just pretty much what's weird is i'll have a friend out in the crowd like right in the front row or something they'll be like did you see me and i'm like actually it's like pitch black in front of me yeah, yeah. i mean and i just don't it's like i turn off or something uh -huh. and i just get into that music man and all i care about is entertaining those people in front of me giving them what they paid for yeah. um so they walk out of that place going, man, these guys kicked ass and they did a great job. You know, that that's all I, ca I care about live. Yeah. Um, give, it, give it to them, bring 110 every time. <laughs> Excellent. So can you tell me then what's been your worst experience on stage? Um, uh, when you have an <laughs> amplifier blow, it's a really bad thing. <laughs> and that has happened. Or breaking a string. Just anything like that, just I cringe. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like... I'm like, no, not that, you know, and uh, that happened to me one time when I went to go a show and my amp was acted up and I had to play through another guy's amp, which was a nightmare, of course, because it's just not your sound. No, no. You get by. So I've learned to kind of keep a spare head handy, you know. That's and something, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to cover your ass. That shit's expensive, man. <laughs> you got to you gotta buy that and. You know, you got to buy another head. And you're like, oh, they're only about three thousand. I'm I'm endorsed by Ingle, so right. anything you get, man, even though I'm endorsed, I still pay about half price. And right, right. They're an amazing company, though, man. Cool, cool. That's yeah. brilliant. So then, if you could make up a super group of musicians, dead or alive, including yourself, would you? Who would you choose? If I could be in a band with a super group, huh? I think I already did that, man, with Tony Martin. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
I mean, I, you know, I've had a great singer like that. I mean, you, you don't get much better than a guy like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got the guy from Black Sabbath in front of you singing. You're just like, damn. I think I got pretty lucky there. Yeah, totally. So, which is your favorite Tony Martin's Black Sabbath album then? Mine's Cross Purposes. You know what? That's funny you mentioned that because uh, after listening to them, now I have a few other favorite songs, but Cross Purposes is pretty badass, man. I got to give you that one. Yeah, totally. Don't I would agree. You, we don't talk about Forbidden. That's not a good album. <laughs> That's what everybody says. There's a couple songs in there I actually like, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Rusty Angels or something like that. That's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's just different, you know, for Sabbath. Totally. Okay. Um, what song? Which song do you think has the heaviest riff of all time? Oh God! If you want to hear hear the honest guy's truth, if you hear Five Minutes Alone by Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> That, that riff is just like punching you in the gut, you know, and it's slow and it's heavy. And I played it with many players. Uh, you know, sometimes a drummer will play that too fast. I'm like, you can't do that with that riff. Yeah. You have to kind of like ride that groove because that's what makes that riff so heavy. Mm. Is just slow it down. Keep it mellow, man. But, but keep that riff pumping, man. And, and that's just got to be the heaviest slow, mean riff ever, really? you know. So, what's your feelings on Pantera then now? Because they're going like they're going on tour, aren't they, with um, the drummer out of Anthrax and Zach Wild? It's going to be a bit strange. Well, I've met Charlie Bonante in the past. He's a very nice guy, great drummer. Yeah. Uh, if you know, if this is something that they're going to do to have fun, and everybody's saying they shouldn't call it Pantera, they shouldn't do this. They're all friends, man, and they're all having a good time. You know. Stop worrying about the logistics and all the political stuff. Just get out there and listen to some Pantera and have some fun, man. They're going to get up there and do the same damn thing that the crowd's going to do. As they're going to play Pantera songs, because I did a tribute to Pantera 25 years. Right. Really? Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. And I was in America's number one badass tribute. The Cemetery Gates was the first one for 20 years. The last or so was Domination. And, uh, we always had a great response from the crowd, man. I mean, so if they're going to be doing that and they got some original member left, you know, and a couple original guys and, and they're, they're going to get up there and just pay tribute to the music. Yes. They're calling it Pantera. A lot of people are like, they should call it a tribute to. Yeah. yeah I don't care. I, I think that they're just going to get up and they're going to have a damn good time. Who cares? Absolutely. I hope they, I hope they destroy it, man. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Hopefully, hopefully they'll bring it over to Europe as well. Um, what was the last song you listened to? Um, believe it or not, one I'm writing right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I wrote a song called "Time to Fight Back," and it basically it's kind of about what we're all dealing with, you know. And uh, basically, uh, what I'm sure you've heard over there with all the crazy stuff that's been going on here, you know. Um, it's been quite a mess over here in the states i'll give it that yeah it's pretty bad over here too to be honest i've yeah. seen that tony posted something recently about Boris johnson's coming back which um yeah it's just insane and we got the living crisis cost of living crisis and the war in ukraine and all that shit and then, oh, we, see, yeah, yeah. then we see uncle joe over there 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it is a mess. Okay. It's all a mess. Yeah. Can you tell us then why we should check out your album, your album, Pante? Oh, to tell you why. Uh, well, basically, if you like anything to do with Sabbath or anything, um, you know, we've got some of those elements in there. I mean, this is where I grew up, man. I grew up playing Pantera, Black yeah. Sabbath. Um, my One of my favorite, not, no pun against Tony, one of my favorite Sabbath. I remember when I was about, I was pretty young when this happened, when Dio came in. Right, okay. I was yes, like, oh, my God. You yeah. know, and then I remember that Heaven and Hell album came out. The first song I heard, Waking Up, Getting Ready for School. And I was about, what, 14? Yeah. You know, and uh, I remember waking up here in Lady Evil. And I'm like, the new sabbath singer and i'm like man that dude's pretty badass you know <laughs> i was like you know and, it, and after that of course dio became dio and mm -hmm. yeah he did wonderful on his own too so yeah totally so can you give us four words to describe bonte um heavy different new unique Brilliant. I love it. Okay, so it's just five questions now, either or either. So the first one, small, intimate gig or festival? Festivals are cool. Vinyl or digital? I, for some reason, I can't make it out what you're saying. It's probably this audio. Yeah, it's not great, is it? I don't know what it is. It's the Russians, man. It's the Russians. I blame the Russians. That's what it is. All the time. That damn but, Starlink. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Vinyl. Or digital? Oh, oh, yeah, vinyl. I mean, if you could do vinyl, they say it's best. Yeah. Saint or sinner? Saint. <laughs> Today, yeah. <laughs> Pizza or beer? Uh, both. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So they, they're like one. the perfect couple. And English beer rules. Who would you rather be stuck in a lift with, Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> It'd probably be a more interesting conversation. Probably, right. yeah. <laughs> Nothing against you there, Joe. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so again, yeah, I want to thank you for your time. The album's brilliant. Um, do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? Well, I mean, basically, I want to say. Thank all of you for buying our music and listening to it and supporting us. And I am more than grateful.